Welcome to the Ad Nauseam Podcast, where classical gourmands everywhere can finally get their fill. Join us for a delectable discussion of Greco-Roman civilization stretching from the Minoans and Mycenaeans through the Renaissance and right down to the present. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here are your hosts, Dr. David Noe and Dr. Jeff Winkle. Welcome, listeners, to episode 80 of the wow. Nauseam Podcast. 80, did you, again, did you think we'd make I, it this far? No, I had to interrupt you. 80? <laughs> this is unbelievable. It is unbelievable, right? The octagesimal episode. Is that what it is? Yes. Is that the word? Nice, nice, nice. I'm nice. going to run out eventually. <laughs> we, got a, we got a fun one today. Oh, it's going right. to be great. A, a, a nice uh, kind of light, I think, humorous one right. for, for the 80th episode. And the audience may even enjoy it. They might. Right. Again, we can't guarantee anything. Um, it's This is What's a Motto You 2. You're going to give the title before? Before we even give all of the uh, the gist, the gist, I, I just dropped the title. We okay, can, we can gist later. What's the motto, you two? Right. Where are those cardboard dividers we used to have between us? Those those are long gone. We could probably dig them out. Yeah. Exactly. You getting tired of, of just looking s- at you? Looking at me full on. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Yeah. So you're going to introduce yourself and me self? Oh, that's right. Man, it's it's, it's been a while. I feel it like we've been, since we've been in the in the vomitorium. Right. But, uh, I am, as always, Dr. Jeff Winkle, and I'm here with my good, if irascible, friend, uh, Dr. David Noe. There you go. Yeah. I am irascible. I don't mind being called pedantic. Pede- okay, or, pedantic or pedestrian. Right. So I, I'm, but irascible? Maybe that. Maybe it, that was a little much. Uh, you and I, before the mics went on, we had a, kind of a we had a kind of heavy conversation. A throwdown, didn't we? We about did cultural stuff and right. this and that, and so maybe not the best way to kind of gear up for a a, a, a fun episode. A, a light one. We're going to throw fairy dust all over the whole thing, right? So I don't think so. Not in this spirit. No, no. I think, so I think that's where irascible came from, and, yeah. and I, I take it back. Jeff's especially irritable, but I'm especially irritable. <laughs> That's right. So we're talking about mottos today. We are. Yep. So it wasn't too long ago. I don't remember the number of the episode, but we looked at the mottos of different states. Yeah, I think it was back in the fall. Yes. Yep. And we had one of your best lines ever, which was a Kawe Weirdrum Floridianum. Yes. Beware of Florida man. Beware of Florida man. I even got a request <laughs> for a t-shirt. Somebody said, make a t-shirt <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I'll buy it. Wow. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. We, maybe we need to do that. I mean, there's, well, a, there's a revenue stream waiting you to happen. And thanks yeah. to the magic of Wikipedia, we're, in, we're now able to offer the audience an episode, or maybe even two, because we didn't cover a lot of material here, on the mottos of colleges and universities, That's the Latin right. mottos. Right. So just like the states... Um, Colleges uh, like to have these Latin models because it has kind of a, a, nation, a natural kind of elevation to it, it. It brings some dignity. Dignity. And Latin is very lapidary. Lap, lapid, it's very stony? No, no, no. You're thinking of, you're thinking of camels, dromedary. Dromedary. <laughs> it's, it's lapidary. Lapidary. Which means that, you know, each idea can be expressed in one polished little nugget. Ah, yes. Okay. English can't do that. English no. has its charm, but it's very grandiloquent. Yeah. Latin is... Precise. Yeah. Boom. There is an idea. Boom. That's that's an that's idea. an idea. Okay. That's right. Uh, hey, Dave. Why don't we? Why don't you take care of the shout out? I'd be Dave. happy to do that. Yep. So this goes to my friend Daniel Dolies. Daniel Dolies. Uh, he was mentioned on the last episode, but not by name. As a as a guy who brought us a shout out, but he was a little late in bringing it. Oh, that's right. That's right. We kind of got on him for that, didn't we? A little we bit? did. Yeah. yeah. And he enjoyed that and okay. said he thinks he gets one and a half points, one, one and a half episodes. Come on, Dolies. Oh, come on. Yeah. Exactly. This is like Ron down in Australia. Remember Ron? Ron. Oh, man. I hope he's still listening. But... <laughs> 
Probably not the grief we've given him. So Daniel Dolis, I am the pastor at Living Water OPC in Springfield, Ohio. I started learning Greek in undergrad at Cedarville University and tutored Greek during seminary. Ah, Ooh. nice job, Dan. That's right. So he must know what he's talking about. I to guess. Some degree, right? yeah. I taught myself to some degree, I would say like to a BA degree. BA. I taught myself Latin and then taught it for five years at our local, local Christian school. I am currently using LLPSI with my kids. Ah, I he, wish I had started it. He just dropped it in there for you. Probably. Yeah. But he's not studying with me. So. Oh, oh okay. I <laughs> uh, wish I had started with it years ago. My favorite author is C.S. Lewis. And a quote of his from an introduction he wrote to Athanasius' On the Incarnation sums up my love for the classics. Look, Dan, you get the shout out. You want the opening quote, too. He wants He wants to step all over us. Yeah, some yeah. of these, you know, some of these shout out folks, they're... They're very ambitious. They are, and a little familiar for my I th- taste. I would say so. Yeah. You know, where's the formality? <laughs> Where, where's the cravat and the cummerbund? Where's the you know? where's the, the dignity we were just talking exactly. about? Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, he's explaining, says Dolis, he being Lewis, that as modern people, we can't know how much our modern assumptions shape our thinking because we're all moderns. So, this is Lewis, quote, the only palliative is to keep the clean sea breeze of the centuries blowing through our minds. And this can be done only by reading old books. It's nice. I like that. I like that. The sea breeze. I like it. But isn't it like something you put on the, the, the back of your commode in the bathroom? It's like a little, it's, a, it's an air freshener, isn't it? Right. Um, like for this quote on an air freshener? No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm saying the, the only palliative is to keep the clean sea breeze of the centuries blowing through our minds. I'm thinking of an air freshener commercial. Oh, when, I see. When I, when I read these words, yeah, like yeah, yeah. someone standing on a beach with right. the breeze going by and some pop music, right? And you can hear maybe the seagulls, you know, ah, right. Right, right, in the, in, the, in the distance, yeah. I don't think this is what Lewis meant. No, no, I don't. I, 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 I like the quote. I do too. Yeah. And I like old books, obviously. Exactly. But well, let's get to the real Ope quote. Yes. Uh, the real Ope quote, I mean, this, in some ways, this has... Nothing to do with anything. But that's you, Winkle. I know, I know. So uh, I think this this comes from my desire to to one day do an episode about kind of the use of Latin in in, in uh, like horror movies. Okay, you know? you know, so you know how with states and universities it adds dignity. Right. In horror films, Latin often shows up to add a kind of. Uh, Ominousness. It's right? mystery. It's mystery. Right? Nobody, nobody can figure out those words, and they may be dangerous. Right, Is that kind of the idea. It was, and so I was thinking about that. Like, you know, how many kids walk by the seal of the university that they are attending, and they see that Latin there, and right. have absolutely no idea what it right. means or care. Right, and so uh, they raise their pencil and say "Levi Rosa" or something uh, like that. Something Harry Potter in exactly. Yeah, right, 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 right. So here too, the, just the very use of Latin okay. in horror films is it often, I think, it raises the tone. So, what is the name of this one? This the the, the film is uh, the Cabin in the Woods. Is, is it a film or a movie? It is a it is a. Um, what, what's the distinction there? Well, what I watch I movies yes. because I don't want any thought in my movies. Right. I just want explosions and car chases. I got gotcha. you. Unbelievable stuff. But a lot of people watch films. Yes. Because they want to think deeply about the themes. Yes. In an hour and a half. Right, 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 right. This is a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. But it, right. it, but it also, it's a movie that um, if you want to enjoy it, you have to have some knowledge of the vocabulary of the horror film. Okay. So it's a horror film about horror films. Does mm. it sound a little too filmy for it you? It sounds a little too filmy. Right. Like it's taking itself maybe right. a little too seriously. Okay. Film is something you scrape off your teeth. <laughs> a movie is something you enjoy when you're not reading books. Right. Well, this is somewhere between the two. Okay. Right? So in this in this movie, is um, 
the uh, kind of the the teenagers. Okay, they wind up at this cabin. Uh, are you familiar with the film The Evil Dead? No, classic horror. Okay, well, you name a horror film, yeah. and I'm not familiar with it. You're not you're not a horror film guy. At no, all. I'm not. Okay, so uh, I like to be frightened. As I was telling someone recently, yeah, I like to be frightened by things in nature. Mm. So the Jaws movies. Yes, I know that's not horror. It's it's camp, but. I like Jaws. Birds, the birds? Yes. Yeah. I like things where bears and snakes are eating people, but I don't like the graphic portrayal of human wickedness. Okay. That's just too disturbing gotcha. for me. It's, Yours is called Nature Red in Tooth and Claw. I like that. Yes. Or okay. maybe, you know, uh, Avalanche. I, I like those volcano movies. Natural disasters. Right. Gotcha. Because that doesn't have any, it's not l- laden with moral significance. Gotcha. It's just something that happens I can to understand you. that. I can understand that. Okay. Yeah. And there's, there's lots of good horror films that, that fall into that line. Okay. Say. In this one, uh, the these kids go into this cabin, which is meant to remind uh, the, the knowing audience of this famous uh, okay. film, The Evil Dead, but then they go into the basement. Mm. And the cabin because, has a basement? It does. Right. Wow. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So they really, it's quite a cabin. <laughs> right. It, it looks really kind of rustic on the outside. You would think, this, there's, there's nothing much to it. But no, right. there's a whole dugout beneath wow. it. Wow. And it becomes kind of this this choose your own adventure, and so um, depending on what the kids pick up and accept in the basement, that determines what kind of horror movie they're going to be in. Mm. And so they're kind of looking at these different. So this objects, is right at the beginning, kind right of right at the very beginning, right. right? And so there's a bunch of these kids, and one of the the uh, um, the female characters, Dana, goes over and picks up a book and starts reading. Okay, and she reads Dolor Superivo Caro, Dolor Sublimus Caro, Dolor Ignio Animus. What? Right. And it's, and uh, of course, this is kind it's of barely Latin. Barely Latin, right? <laughs> um, but then immediately, one of the other guys in the group, Marty, he interrupts her and says, Okay, I'm drawing, I'm drawing a line in the blankety blank sand. Do not read the Latin because okay. Marty knows his, his horror movies. Ah. And when you read the Latin, nothing good is going to come I from see. that, right? So that's what, so it's a, it's a horror film for horror film. Fans. Buffs. And so they know that when Latin is being heard or spoken, mm. you know, often, you know, the devil or the demon will speak in Latin. The, the right? Latin summons some evil genie. Of course, right. Okay. And of course, the, and because, of course, the, it's because the demons and the devil, that's their native language. So this is why you recently asked me if I had read the book, The Devil Knows Latin. Yeah, well, is that, right? that was part of it. I mean, I, I read Christ, something. Christian Knopf. Right. I can't pronounce his last name. I but. saw the title and then I, I saw kind of the premise. And I thought, oh, that looks kind of interesting. And so I, it sounded like something that you would know something about. And you do. I read it, yeah. And you were kind of, you, you gave me a meh. Oh, come on now. Yeah. <clears throat> you say that on the air? I well, gave you kind of a meh. Yeah. Well, I thought it was a great title. Yes. A great title, an interesting cover. Maybe we should review it at some point. I don't e- know. Even the font on the front. The looks, font is good. Looks like Amityville. But the... Um, I found that the essays within it were not well connected one to another. They were like a series of, uh, you know, periodical essays. And it's, I, it's a hodgepodge. Of right. Stuff. Okay. And I've done that before. I've written for periodicals and such. And if you st- stitched them all together, they, they wouldn't amount to a whole lot necessarily. Right, right. It wasn't an overarching theme. It's not a book. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. So you think it was just kind of a, in... Uh, more kind of an easy way to get a book out, just by. Well, kind of... I'd hate to impugn the author, but what right. I what I think is he had a great title. Yes, I, I think he taught at. Um, He's at Colorado. Colorado Christian University or something. I think it's U U of yeah Colorado. Uh, Colorado. I'm looking skeptical. I'm not sure. Colorado Boulder. That's what I read. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yep. Uh, great title mm-hmm. and uh, fills a gap. Right, which is another one of these. Why should people study? The Latin language. Yeah. And I think there should be lots and lots of books like that, frankly. I think the audience is wondering right now is, Dave, why aren't you writing this book? Because this is... I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. I'm serious. Have you thought about... I mean, you know I have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I but, even have a title. I've even written 100 pages of it. But, you have? Mm-hmm. Are you going to share that title? Or are you keeping that no, down? No, I'm going to keep it. I'm okay. going to keep it close to the vest. Gotcha. All right. 
All right. Okay. Well, uh, excellent. All right. Okay. Well, um, we're getting off track maybe a little bit here. It's your fault. My fault. So we're going to talk about we're going to talk about some universities. Yes. And kind of the thing that I, I'm excited about is a little bit of a travelogue too. We're That's right. Talk about the, you know, the various campuses that you and I've been to. Right. Um, we're going to give we're going to give the audience a a quick breezy look at some of the most interesting. Highly selective, though, because there are so many of these. Yes. Some of the most interesting Latin mottos of colleges and universities in the United States. Yeah. Places we've been, places from which we graduated. And uh, also a little bit of an international tour, because some of the best ones come from other countries. That is true. And uh, depending on audience response, you know, we could probably do a part two, because we have barely scratched the surface. Right. There's so many. There's so many out there, right? So one of the very few perks of uh, the biz that you and I are in is... We're in a a business? Well, you know, the biz with the big fat quotation marks around (laughs) it is that we get to, you know, travel to conferences and see lots of these places. Yes. Right? And so so before we start, I wanted to ask you, Mm -hmm. what is... The, your favorite campus that you've been to that you thought, oh, this is beautiful. Comes right to mind. Yeah. Um, well, in the United States, it's the University of Virginia yeah, yes. in Charlottesville, yes. uh, partly designed by Jefferson. Right. Uh, I was there in the spring time of mm, 1998, I think, for a, you may have been there, for a CAMWIS conference. I think the, I was at that The one. Classical Association of the Middle West and South. Yes. I told Mrs. Noe, I'm going to a CAMWIS conference. <laughs> You're going to a What? <laughs> Are, are you going to be able to attend these conferences? The name is Camwus Cam- with, with dignity. <laughs> That's right. so probably not, honey. Let's not talk about it. That's right. So. They, they didn't. Uh, the, the, the attendants were not. Called, the attendees were not the Camwussies. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so I went. Yes. And I gave a paper on uh, Plato. I think I've talked about that before. Plato's Timaeus. Yeah. It was really interesting. Not the paper, but the the experience was interesting. Right. And the campus was in uh, late April bloom. Oh, and perfect. It was. Just, I don't think I was at this one, but yeah. It yeah. was just gorgeous. Yeah. And the temperature was nice. It was a really nice experience. Right, that central part of campus there, where you have, you have kind of the, you have the white, the white roofs, right. and the red brick, and it's yep. just gorgeous. Cherry it, blossoms, I think that time of year. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. How about you? What's your favorite campus? Um, I, I was Virginia is definitely in my top three. Okay. I really loved. Um, uh, which is talking speaking of University of Colorado Boulder. Hmm. Um, just that setting, you know, in the foot, you know, right in the at the foot of the mountains. There, right. Just it's everywhere you look is just you breathtaking. Can't, you can't beat mountains. Right. Um. And I, I also really enjoyed the um, University of Washington in Seattle, oh. which I thought was really quite beautiful. I don't think I've ever been there. Yeah. I went to a conference for, what was it, the Classical Association of the um, Canadian Northwest or the, the Pacific Northwest. I can't remember exactly the, the acronym. Yeah. Gave a paper on Ovid, if I'm not mistaken, out there. Um, and uh, so we went to Victoria but we did not go to the University of Washington. Gotcha, gotcha. That's a beautiful part of the yeah, it of, is. of the lands. Another yeah. really nice one is Cambridge in the UK. I've uh, never, I've not been to Cambridge. We got to go it, to Cambridge. Yeah, I've been to Cambridge and Oxford. Uh, Cambridge twice, Oxford I think three times. Cambridge now tips the scales. So that's that's who's leading that horse. Absolutely, race. Yes. much better. Right, just I, beautiful. I um I I really enjoyed. Uh, I spent, had a conference at the University of Edinburgh. Oh um, yes, in Scotland, which which was great. We're going to talk about their motto. Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. coming up. So yeah, maybe getting ahead of things. No, that's here, okay. Right. So, so that's what we're giving the audience. That's what we're giving the audience. So why don't we start out, Jeff, yes. with uh, the mottos of our own institutions. Sure. And you start with Northwestern. Northwestern, where I received my, my doctorate, right? And so they're, they have a Latin and a Greek uh, motto. All right. Um, and we're going to talk, we'll talk about the Latin one. Quaecumque uh, sutuera. Ah. Whatever things are true. Right, right. right. So this is a quote mm-hmm. uh, from Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. It is. It's a reference. So finally, brethren, brethren. It's probably the King James, I don't know. Whatsoever things are true, 
Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, pure, lovely, of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. So my question, Winkle, yes, was your experience at Northwestern University mm-hmm. with this motto reflective <laughs> of what the Apostle Paul is saying in Philippians 4? Uh, quite, quite the opposite. Okay. Right? <laughs> so, and I forget, uh, the audience will forgive me if I've told this story before, but while I was there, there was a kerfuffle about the Northwestern seal. And there was a group of students that wanted the Greek and the Latin removed uh, from the seal because the... Um, well, you don't know why. Pick your reason. It okay. was. Could they spell the word kerfuffle? Um, probably not. Okay. But it was. It was thought to be some form of of oppression or mm. cult, cultural superiority. Mm-hmm. Right? It was, and um, it was a time where the the classics and, uh, were you know under a, a bit of assault, mm-hmm. right? And so, and it just struck me as just kind of absurd. Um, and so I remember I wrote to the the student paper and just thought, well, don't get rid of the seal, just change it from quaquumqua suntuera to just quaquumqua, whatever, <laughs> right? A very kind of Gen X way of kind of you know shrugging at it. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So that was my small way of kind of poking nice. back at that at, at the, the big bear, at the big bear. Yes, yeah. of uh, cultural political correctness. Right. So I don't have I don't have, I, yeah that would be my okay that would be my my proposition for an alternate just quite kumqua quite kumqua is it what, still quite kumqua suntuera it is whatsoever things are true right and then the the, the Greek is from John um, the word full of grace and truth oh yeah John one yep and so they're yeah. both there on the seal so it's it's a rare seal in that it has both a Greek and Latin model I like that and they are still there yep I yep. like this can be in my tombstone hopefully yeah some Greek and some Latin yeah that's right we we talked about that right, right? yeah. Now, how about, how about the University of Iowa, the Hawkeyes? Yeah, you are the Hawkeyes. Hawkeye. I am a Hawkeye, and I, man- I managed to be in Iowa for five years as a grad student, and then for one year as a visiting um, assistant professor, mm-hmm. and I did not attend one football game. Not one. Can you believe that? Uh, did, you, did you attend any games? Um, I don't think so. Right? No. It I was a sports... Um, it was a sports bonanza, and I didn't, uh, I didn't sample. Because uh, at Iowa... Football is kind of king. It right? is king. It is right. At Northwestern, being subpar. Right. Are they still? Well, they had kind of they had kind of actually their one glory year where they went to the Rose Bowl. I was right. there, but I I went to exactly one basketball game and exactly one football game mm. and enjoyed neither. Okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so Iowa's motto is not Latin, what, right? What What is it? It's fight for Iowa, isn't it? Is that it? I think so. I looked around. I couldn't find it. You couldn't find anything. It's not on the seal. It doesn't say fight for Iowa. No, I haven't seen it. Right. Some angry uh, Iowa alums, of which I am not, you know, an angry alum, they're going to, they're going (laughs) to let us know. But I have a, I have a proposed uh, Latin motto for the University of Iowa. Please. It's Kerwisia Pilla Libri. (laughs) Beer, ball, books. Beer, ball, books. Right. Carvisia Pilla Libri. In that order. In that order. <laughs> Every Friday afternoon as you're walking through downtown Iowa, at least yeah. when I was a student there, a grad student, uh, somewhere between 10 and 15 uh, beer trucks pull up, you know, and they take their hoses out and drop them down through the cement floor and down into the, you know, the the barrels of the local bars. Yeah. And all that stuff flows in there and then it all flows <laughs> into the students and it all flows... Into the sewer. You, you saw this. You saw every, this every weekend, every Friday. Kerwisia right? <laughs> pilla libri. And that's how the the Midwest university towns are, so far as I know. I like that. Mm. That works. That and that. I mean, talk about a t-shirt. Yeah, that's a, that's a t-shirt right there. There it is. Yes, yes. What about the place where we attended as undergrads and where you know we both were formerly employed? Right, uh, um, Calvin College now. That's you, right. Now university mm-hmm. has a quote from. Uh, uh, John Calvin himself, yes, the right? the eponymous founder right. of the institution. So, corbeum tibi offero domine, prompte et sincere. Yeah. My yeah. heart I offer to you, O Lord, right now, prompte, and 
Sincerely. Sincerely. Without hesitation. It's a beautiful quote. I like it quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Calvin signed his uh, letters with something like this and a little symbol of a uh, hand with a heart inside. Yes. Right, right. So, I, I mean, th I think there was... Um, I think even while we were there, wasn't there talk about removing the Latin? The Latin has been removed. It from has been almost removed. all official correspondence. Okay, they break the Latin out at certain times to add that um, aura of dignitas and gravitas. I yeah. mean, I don't know if we can use words like dignitas and gravitas, but, <laughs> but what, we're not going to talk about that. Okay, but I I, just, I want to dwell on it just just briefly. Okay, what's what's the thinking? Don't behind... provoke me now. Uh, well, that's my job. <laughs> Well, I mean, what's the thinking behind that? Is it too alienating? Is it too, is it I don't know. off putting? I, I, I it, don't, it's a marketing decision. I, I don't know why my former employer and my, you know, alma mater made this decision, but I can say generally, without reference to that specific institution, that some people just like change, mm. right? For its own sake. Yeah, they yeah. say we've had it in Latin for how many, you know, how, how long? Let's change it. It'll, yeah. it'll be more approachable. Okay. When in fact, it would take all of what, five seconds to explain to someone what it means. But right. there you go. Right, right, right. Mileage will differ, as they say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not, not worth dwelling yeah. on. But you have an alternative, right? I do. A suggested motto to replace that one. I do. It's something, it, it remind, when I was thinking about this, I was just kind of reminded of my time there and just kind of my time living in Michigan. I thought just uh, Heems Wayne it uh, winter's winter is coming uh, right, which is a, a Game of Thrones. Can, no, no, not at all. Okay, but that's a, a famous quote from that. But so. winter is co is coming. Maybe uh, Heems Wayne it Raymond uh, Bitque. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, and it's gonna last. And it's gonna last. It's gonna <laughs> stick around, right? So um, I thought that would look nice on the. That would look nice. Yeah, as with the state mottos, it's it's often aspirational, not descriptive. Right, like Michigan. Right, uh, I will watch over you to Ebor. Right, and. Uh, if you seek a pleasant peninsula, look around you. That one's just kind of uh, bossy. It is very bossy. Right. Yeah. Kick him speak. Right. No thanks. Yeah, but the, I was thinking that I think of the of all the um, models we have here, the one from Calvin is by far the longest. You're right. And I think that's that go, that that takes away from it. I think often it's, it's the two You're worders, right. right, or the three it, worders. It goes against the lapidary nature. Exactly. Of exactly. And here's a little anecdote. I got a call today, uh, not today, uh, a couple days ago, from a former student who needed a little bit of Latin for something, and I helped him out with that. Yeah. And the phrase was something like, uh, first we go to the stars, but we're home by dinner. <laughs> and uh, I came up with something that I rather like. So mm. it was a uh, stelis, uh, cana yam perdrata tactis. Nice. So stelis tactis. Yep. Once the stars have been touched, yes. dinner's already on the table. Oh, man. Cana yam perdrata. That's so, great. So you took that long phrase and just, you boiled I it boiled down. boiled it right down. That's right, right. Yep. I once got. Um, I think we've talked in, in on the show about how being um, in the grad school office, you'd yeah. often get calls for like, solicited for tattoos, tattoos, and right? Like that. I remember I'm responsible for the um, the Latin um, motto of a small law school. Nice job, in North Chicago. So they want they called and I picked up the phone and they said <laughs> they wanted their motto. The, the motto was a little bit underwhelming. Right. It, it's they wanted to say "Law by the Lake." Oh right! So I think it was Lex Euxta Lacos or there something like that, right? <laughs> and so, and I saw it later on there. On there seat. it is. Yeah. 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 So I've had the experience of uh, I have um, edited two seminary diplomas in Latin. Uh huh. And uh, one hedge fund, of, really, of which I'm not a you know a shareholder. <laughs> they wanted the Latin, some kind of Latin or Greek word for uh, lighthouse. They wanted the the fund to be named lighthouse. Yeah. So I helped the person out with that. Yeah. And, nice. Uh, so you know, it's the the science or the business of naming things is called onomastics, mm -hmm. 
So, you know, we could set up a shop on a Masticon naming, yeah. naming things. There we go. Another revenue stream. That's right. Man. <laughs> is somebody writing this down? But back to the mottos. Yes. Okay. What do we got next here? Oh, and by the way, yeah. I have one gustatory suggestion about revenue streams. Yeah. It's a big one. It's a billion dollar idea. You want to share it here? Oh, at the end of the episode. Oh, okay. Hang on. And actually, this one comes from Mrs. Noe. All right. And it's brilliant. I can't wait. All right. Excellent. So what do we got next here? Dave? Well, we got places we've been, mm-hmm. and we're going to start with the University of Baylor. Baylor. Yeah. Yes. In Waco, Texas. Right. Yep. And, and so their Latin um, title is, uh, motto is Pro Ecclesia, Pro Texana. Yeah. For the church and for Texas. And for Texas. Right. That's nice. It is nice. Yeah. And so again, in that order. Yep. Church first and... Texas next. Texas next. Right? Probably hard for the Texans to swallow. I was going to say that. That's exactly. That's not very Texan. But I like it. Right. right. Now, what is uh, what is the um, the suggested substitute here? It was not a substitute. It's, it's an add-on. It's an add-on. Okay. So let's hear it. What is it? So I was thinking, uh, item uh, kibi conditi. Ah. So and also uh, spicy, tasty foods. Yes, exactly. Right. So we had some good Tex-Mex down That's there. That's right, right. At a place called uh, Nimfas. Nimfas. Yes, a huge, delicious Tex-Mex uh, restaurant. Right next to campus. That's great. That was good my, spot. That was my favorite part about being down there. It's often my favorite part about going to these places. Is getting, food. <laughs> getting, getting some good food, yeah. What about Georgetown? Georgetown. What's its Latin motto? This one, I'm I'm going to uh, ask you for help because I have no idea what's going on Okay, this one. So its actual Latin motto is, is uh, Utraco Unum. Yeah. Uh, from two, one. I think that's what it means. What, what is that? From both. From uh, both what? Uh, <laughs> from both... <laughs> Both basketball victories? Was there some kind know. of co- combo? That there had to be some kind of... So t- didn't we do our schools? research? I, I, I do we have any Georgetown alums listening? Right. So I, I, did, I did no research. I saw, I saw that and said, what? Yeah. And okay. Said, wrote Moving it on. <laughs> but we do have a substitute. We do have a substitute. Um, so I uh, let's see what I have for this one. Yes. Um, uh, prope uh, ventos inflatos. Ah. So, 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 uh, next to some hot air. Next to some hot air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that quite a bit. Right. Uh, Georgetown. For our maybe our geographically um, well less erudite. No, no. There's people who live in other countries. We have an international audience. All right, exactly. Here. Georgetown is very near uh, the the capital of uh, uh, District of Columbia. That's right, so Washington D.C. All those senators and representatives are blowing their hot air. Right, That's right. Right nearby, down the Propuentos hill. Propuentos and flatos. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, next we got uh, UNC. University of North Carolina. Right. Also a very nice campus. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Haven't been there. Haven't been there. Nope. Been, yep. So Lux Libertas. Yep. Light. Light and liberty. Light and liberty. Right. Yeah. Do you have an alternative suggestion? Yeah. Ite calques. Go uh, heels. Go heels. <laughs> <laughs> so I have still have no idea what um, what a tar heel actually is. I heard an explanation once, and it, like the explanation for icing in hockey. Yeah. Just went still just in one, one ear, ear and out the, the other. other. <laughs> right. 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 I think it had something to do with people getting their feet stuck. Is that what it They're is? Moving slowly, getting their feet stuck. Okay. Mm-hmm. But but why that would become the the, the mascot? You got I, a better idea? No, I don't. I okay. Don't. There, I saw you know in the recent basketball match madness there the guy who dresses up at the games like a Tar Heel is a you know he's a Ram. Oh yeah. They call him Ramses. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How about Wisconsin, Was- University of Wisconsin? Wisconsin. I like this one just simply because it rhymes. It rhymes. Newman Lumen. Newman Lumen. Newman. Right. Uh, the the spiritual presence is our illumination. Right. The the divine is our light. Right. Do you think there's a is an est that's implied there or is there a divine yes. illumination and also light? No, there's an est. There, okay. It's probably like uh, Oxford's Dominus uh, Illuminatio Mea, which is a quote from the Psalms. The yeah. Lord is my light, my illumination. Oh, okay. I got I you. I think it's... It's a definite take on that, 
but using different words, so it's not so obvious. Right. If you're going to steal, you know, you got to change some details. That's true. Right. I, I like. I mean, I like the use of, of of Newman. I mean, I think you're probably right. It's it's probably it's implying. Um, some kind of Christian notion of divinity, yes, right? Definitely. But Newman is a very different. It's vague. Con- it's a different concept. Yes, it's more of an Enlightenment idea than yes. a Christian idea. Yes, exactly. Well, maybe there, maybe there is a, that was deliberate there. But my my alternative was also to come up with something that also rhymed. It was right. Hey, uh, Kaisa. Hey, cheese. <laughs> right. That would also look good on a T-shirt. That I would think. go right. And very Wisconsin-y. There you go. Yep. University of Pennsylvania. Yeah. What do we got there? We got a uh, Lege Cinemotibus One Eye. Laws without good character are useless. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You been to UPenn? I think that I have. The Philadelphia area? Yes, West Philadelphia. I went to the, the museum there. They have a very... I took some students there once, some uh, high school students. They have a very nice collection of Greco-Roman antiquities in the University of Pennsylvania Museum. Yes. Very nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, I, I went to a conference there once and um, uh, I really... I, the, it was one of the... One of the one of the best conferences I've been to in, in terms of like paper being received, mm. and, I, and I'm not saying this. The paper that you gave that I was gave, well received. It was well received, and it wasn't because it was a great paper. It was, was just, it near lunchtime? It was. It might have been near lunchtime, <laughs> right? Um, but just uh, the enthusiasm from like, a few of the grad students uh, wow. was was kind of like was almost were they being paid? It was shocking, right? At every one of these conferences, you know, there are grad students who are probably can't use this term Shanghai'd into. <laughs> Can I use that term? I'm not sure you can, but it's All too right, late it's now. It's too late. Yep. Uh, they are, I don't know, gang-pressed into being part of the um, you know, the working staff. Yeah. And you must have done this as oh, yeah. a grad student. Of course, of course. Right. So they're always milling around. Maybe part of their job is to be enthusiastic. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, maybe that maybe that was... Or maybe it was just a phenomenal paper. It, what I remember was is that um, it, was a, it was a paper on Apuleius. Of course. You know, about whom I gave many papers. But um, it, so, you know, Apuleius' Metamorphosis, his, his novel... Uh, famously, well, in that small, in that small camp of people who care about Apuleius, um, there's eleven books, mm. right? And so, um, which is very strange. Right? Yes, it is, because um, the Aeneid is twelve. It's twelve, right? And so it's a it's a odd mm-hmm. odd number. And so I think that in the title of my paper was something like this one goes up to eleven, uh, which of course is a spinal sure, tap spinal tap reference. And there was one of the grad students was a huge uh, tap <laughs> fan, and he just says that was he thought that was brilliant, ah. right? So he loved the title. And, and you're still living on the joy of I'm that still, compliment. I'm still riding. <laughs> I'm still riding that wave. Twenty five years <laughs> later. <laughs> I'm exactly. with you. I'm exactly. with you. Right. So we go on to Pitt. Yeah. Well, can I give my alternate for you, Oh, Penn? sorry. Sure. Right. So I, get, I thought this would be, um, given its location, Yeah. I want to do my, my best fresh prints. Okay. So in, in Ockin into Philadelphia, Natus Adaltus. Yeah. In West Philadelphia, born and raised. There you go. Right. Is that a little bit too topical given recent events, current events? You want to talk about the slap? No, I, I don't, don't want to talk about the slap either. I just wondered right. why you thought of that. But I, I thought of it because it was in West Philadelphia. Okay. Right. Pitt. <laughs> Pitt. Yeah, University of Pittsburgh. Veritas good... et Virtus. Yes, my good friend Joseph is a graduate of Pitt. Oh, really? I don't know if he listens. Probably not, so I won't give any more details. Hmm. But I, I also um, enjoyed my time there. Uh, mm. Pittsburgh was a, was a city that really surprised me. You mm-hmm. know, I grew up with kind of a notion of, of Pittsburgh being kind of dirty and yeah, the steel drapery, the steel, right? Exactly, with bad, with you know, awful pollution and such. But right. it was, it was beautiful. Mm. Right? And, and the, all these bluffs overlooking the the river. And you can't believe everything you see in films. It's true. That's true, right? 
So um, Veritas et Virtus, which vir- is uh, truth and virtue. Truth and virtue. Mm-hmm. You What's have it? an alternative? Uh, yes. Uh, None wikinus meus eras. Won't oh. you be my neighbor? Ah. Uh, you know, the little shout out to Mr. Rogerian. Rogers. And mm-hmm. uh, a Pittsburgh native. Okay. Yep. Yep. University of Colorado. Yeah, they have a actually a Greek I like motto. that. Yeah. Um, Lampsato tafosumon. Yes. Which is, um, what, would, what would that be? Let your light shine. Let your light shine. Yep. Yeah. Turn on the lights already. <laughs> That's a good rendering of you it. You like that? Yeah, exactly. Right. And what is the uh, the alternative here? Awena dukis et saki kalkitrati, I think I meant okay. to write down there. So, and uh, um, and now in my fervor, I'm, I'm looking at this and I have no idea. <laughs> so I wondered too. Sweet, when I, sweet, sweet and something and dry. Awena well, means oats. Oats, sweet. I don't know what I was thinking there. It was late, late at night. Awena <laughs> is oats, and if you want to oats? say if you want to say oatmeal in Latin, uh-huh. as of course everybody does. Awen- yeah, okay. it's, it's puls awenardrum. Okay, puls awenardrum. Goodness gracious, I have no. It was some. Do they raise oats in? Uh, I don't know what I was thinking. Pal- okay, right. moving on. <laughs> University of Chicago. Yes, Crescat Scientia. Semicolon. Yeah. Vita ex colatur. That's right. Uh, let knowledge increase. Mm-hmm. Polish off your life. Polish off your life. Vita ex colatur. Yeah. Ex, ex colo means something like, you know, give your life a high sheen. Right. Right. Yeah. So these would be uh, justive subjunctives. Right? That's right. Yes. Yep. Very nice. Yep. Independent subjunctives. Right. And then uh, my alternative to that is just kind of, uh, you of Chicago often makes these lists of kind of the most, like in terms of, you know, I mean, very prestigious, uh, pretty prestigious but mm-hmm. in terms of the student body, very serious. And, oh, okay. and very dull. Right, right. Um, and so I have, yeah, nulla uh, delicii quae. So no fun, please. Ad fecto ligar. I'm trying to read. Ah. Uh, right. So I, eh, you know. I like it. Okay, thank I you. I like it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Going on to Duke. Duke. Eruditio et religio. Yeah. Learning and religion. Religion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. And the alternative is? Uh, let's see. Uh, Folis uh, canestrarius. This looks like one of yours. Basketball. Right? Just basketball. That's what we're after, right? Rich bets it. It's basketball. Right. So Coach K just play, played his uh, coach's last game. Did you, did you follow Who this? Who is Coach K? Did he invent the cereal? Uh, Mike Krzyzewski. You oh. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Uh, not, not, not Special K. You, you are always overestimating my... Level of education. No, well, I mean, you, you're you a sports fan. I know you like that. I don't care for college basketball. You don't care for college? Okay. But, no. But you've heard of Mike Krzyzewski? I think so. Right. I think he's like the winningest coach of In all time. Bas- what about this guy, Wooten? Wooden? John Wooden. Wooden. The, the, the Wizard of Westwood. Yeah. The great UCLA coach. So you know a lot about this. I do. My, my dad was a basketball coach, and so I was kind of soaked in it growing ah. up, right? So I have kind of a little, I, like, I enjoy October baseball, and I like March college basketball. That's about it. Really? So I'm very fair weather. You okay. Yep. You play any basketball? I did in, in, in high school very poorly. Really? Yes. Do you yeah. have any footage? No, it's, it's a model of kind of how not to play the okay. game. Okay. Right? It was a cautionary tale. University right. of Arizona. Yes. Uh, bear down. It's not Latin. Just oh. bear down. And what does that mean? And that means like, I don't know, like get you, on to it. Or you, you're, wa- your you're walking through the zoo and in the distance <laughs> you spot, you know, an, an injured ursine. Bear right. down. Bear down. <laughs> Which is very, very strange because I don't think... Um, a lot of bears in Arizona. There, there must be some yeah. small sun bears or something like that, or maybe there were in the past. But. I don't know. I mean, you're, you're Arizona, University of Arizona is way down there in Tucson, mm-hmm. right? I love and the Southwest, the desert I do, Southwest. I do too, right. But not many bears. Oh, bear down. Bear down. So I think, yeah, That's I mean, the winner. Right. Did your dad ever tell you, did, hey, like, you know, stop, stop messing about and bear down? No. no? He would tell me, stop whining. <laughs> uh, is this like the compliment of man up? 
Something like that. Man up. Hey, man, man up. Man, well, that's hey, a bear that's, down. Man up's not a, usually a compliment. It means like, hey, you're kind of, you're, you're a cam wussy. And, and man up. Man up. Isn't that the same though as bear down? It's the same sentiment. So could we do this with other mammals? <laughs> <laughs> cow sideways. <laughs> I like it. A cow sideways. I, I, I like hey, that one. Right. Bear down. <laughs> bear down. So Horse I, backwards. Right, right. Some mammal in some direction. Some That's d- all you need. You need some kind of direction. To, yeah, exa- right, right, right. Uh, it's a possum kitty corner. <laughs> the possibilities so are So do endless. we have uh, an alternative? I thought, like, if you're going to do bear down in Latin, maybe something like durata, like you know, endure, yeah. like, get through it. Yeah, like, like those that. those posters that were briefly popular, the keep calm and carry on. Oh, yes. I don't know who was behind that. Yeah, that was a flash in the pan. Is I could it, not wait for that to pass. Isn't it was it was kind of a British thing, wasn't it? Right? It was kind of a Churchillian. It was, prob- it was probably of U.S. origin. It was looked like American marketing, right? So you know, British austerity and mm-hmm. American marketing. What can't it accomplish? Right, you exactly. Know? That stiff upper lip. That's right. right exactly. <laughs> so durrata, yeah. I like that. Or if we're going to be very, you know. Um, Literal about the bear, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Ile ursus kikiderat. That, yeah. that bear has fa- had that, fallen. That bear fell. That bear fell. Right. Yeah. Or maybe nekura kalor arudeses. Don't worry, it's a dry heat. <laughs> Something like that. Should yeah. we go international for the next one? Uh, yes. Right. So the University of Lisbon. Where yes. I also gave a paper. On, As did I. On, did you really? Yes, I went to Portugal. When, when did you do that? I was a Portuguese in Portugal. You were just Portugal in 2016. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Mrs. Noe and I went. It nice. was kind of a junket, frankly. A, a junket? You know what junkets are? What's the difference between a junket and just a uh, um, a, a, a trip? Well, a junket has an ostensible business reason. Okay. But the real reason is more recreational. Ah, Okay. Right, so that's what a junket is. There's junk. congressional junkets, yes. right? Press, who, press junkets. Right. Who wants to go down to Jamaica and inspect agriculture? Well, everybody does, mm-hmm. right? Who wants to go to Montreal and inspect the ice fields? Yeah. Well, nobody does. Right, so right, right, right. That's a congressional junket. Ah, we, well, given that definition, I think probably most of my conference travel were, were, could be uh, described as junkets. That's the name of the game, <laughs> isn't it? This, this is why academic conferences are usually in idyllic places. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, it was a really nice one. Went to Lisbon, got to see, got close to the the furthest west point in Europe, which of course close it, to it, but not not to not it. To it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lusitania, right, is what the Romans called that region, Lusitania. Mm-hmm. And uh, the University of Lisbon, what does it have as its Latin motto? Uh, ad lucem. Yeah. Toward the light. Toward the light. Toward the toward the light. Yeah. I think that means something like uh, ad lucem eamus. Or ad lucum progrediamur. So let, let us go toward. Let it's us aspiration. I think so. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, because, uh, you know, lucem is sometimes a synonym in Latin for the dawn. But as it's so far west, it, it's, the, you know, the sun doesn't rise there. Right. It rises on the other side. Right, right, right. So yeah. I don't think that's the reference. Right. But we have a, an alternative? Yeah, similis hispaniae. Said take. Yeah. So, so just like Spain. But don't don't talk about it. But keep it quiet. Keep it quiet. Right. <laughs> I was I was traveling with uh, I I went there with my with my wife. This was two thousand and eight. Junket. Yep. And um, you know, we we ate at the conference with some people and and I remember one of them was talking about just you know how much you know, uh, you know she loved Spain and how much here just reminded her of Spain. It kept going on and on and the the. Uh, the Portuguese amongst us, I could tell, were feeling kind of a little bit touchy about that. So, you know, that's fine. Just kind of keep it keep it to yourself, please. Well, that's a great anecdote there yep. about uh, Portugal. And when we return from the break, we're going to go to the University of Washington. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. 
This episode of Ad Nauseam is brought to you by Hackett Publishing with offices in Massachusetts, Cambridge, and Indiana, Indianapolis. Hackett has been providing for 50 years now at its anniversary high quality classics and all areas of the humanities to a wide audience. Jeff, what do you like about Hackett? I just, in my myth class, we just finished reading uh, Euripides Bacchae. And the edition that I ordered is the one with Elvis Presley in the front. You love that one. I love one. that. You know, so, so Elvis is kind of the modern day Dionysus, you know, right. driving the women crazy and making um, the men very, very uh, upset and disturbed. Yeah, you ain't nothing but a Pentheus. It's, Isn't that one of his leading songs? One of his, one of the, that's the first choral ode. I think so. Yeah. You haven't yeah. lived if you haven't read Hackett's version of Euripides Bacchae with Elvis Presley on the cover. It's true. So great, great packaging. And the, I mean, the translation itself is great. My students really enjoyed it. They, um, they, they, they I mean, almost all of them had never had any experience with Greek tragedy before, and they said, yeah, this is great. Ate it up. Ate it up. Yeah. It was wonderful. So next week, we're going to return to some Ovidian Vignettis. Yes, we are. And we're going to use both the Lombardo version mm-hmm. of Ovid and the Ambrose version. That's right. What kind of a publisher, right, offers a wide variety of classical texts from different translators? Right. Affordable, Affordable, right? right. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, there's there's all kinds of different things to choose from. Go to their, their website. There's Latin American studies. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, Asian studies. Asian studies. They've got it all. They do have it all. And what are they offering our listeners? Well, if they go to hackettpublishing.com and uh, they put in the coupon code in the in the little slot there. Yeah, it's A-N-2022. That's right. Uh, H-A-C-K-E-T-T publishing.com. Right. So you put in that A-N-2022 and you will get um, 20% off that's right. your entire order and free shipping. Yes. The guy to whom we shouted out, Mr. Daniel Dolis, yeah. he picked up some great deals from Hackett using this very coupon. Excellent. So be like Dan. Check it out. Check it out. This episode of Ad Nauseam also brought to you by the Moss Method. Dave, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, Moss Method is a way for you to learn Greek. Not you, because you already know Greek, but someone who doesn't know much or maybe only knows a little bit can go from neophyte to erudite. So I've taken this uh, this book in the public domain from Charles Melville Moss, University of Illinois professor, 1893. He wrote this charming introductory Greek reader, which takes you in an inductive way. You're reading Greek the very first lesson, very first paragraph. So instead of learn a rule, misapply a rule, forget a rule, this is learn a principle, apply it to some actual narrative and remember it because it's going to be reinforced in the next one. It's a slow and graduated method uh, to really gain some great mastery of Greek. And you've seen it work. I have seen it work, yeah. yeah. A hundred students, at least, have been in this program, and they have they've really done remarkably well. So if you got the discipline, I'm there. It's self-paced, expert, and accessible. I'll help you get through it. Uh, if you know the alphabet or maybe you don't know any Greek at all, I can really help you get started on a solid foundation. If you're going to build a pyramid, Jeff, mm-hmm. what would be the most important part? I think it would be maybe that capstone at the top. No, no, no. You no. can't build that part first. That's right. You can't, yeah, that's right. You can, it's the foundation. Yeah. Back yeah. when you were playing basketball in high school. Yeah, you know, badly. <laughs> yes. You got to do the drills, you right? Do. You, you got to do the basics. That's so, right. So this course gets you started on the basics. I mean, it's not dull. It's very interesting, but... It's, it's really a foundational kind of approach to Greek. So if uh, people are interested, what should they do? They should go to mossmethod.com. Just like it sounds, check out some of my free instruction. I got a lot of free videos explaining Greek from the church fathers, from the classics, from the New Testament. And then sign up for the course and you'll get 40 video lessons, 40 assignments, quizzes, exams, and... You get access to me live once per week for an hour in our Moss Method office hours. Moffice hours. Moffice hours. That's right. Right. Don't hesitate. Check it out. This episode of Ad Nauseam is also brought to you by Racial Coffee. Racial Coffee, the brew 
child, the brew genius idea yes. of Mr. Mark Helweg out in Portland, Oregon. I like brew child. You like brew child? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the good name for an album, it I would, would think. Be, yes, brew child. Exactly. <laughs> From what's, what's the name of that uh, group, Purple Floyd? What's it? Pink Floyd? Pink Floyd. Yeah, brew child. That'd be a good band yeah, well, name for them. They, it sounds very floyd yeah, yeah, okay. So what is Ratio, and, and why are we talking about it? Well, the Ratio, they make these, these wonderful coffee machines. Um, I have the Ratio 6, you have the Ratio 8. Um, they're beautiful to look at. They are, but they don't brew good coffee. They do. They brew, brew excellent coffee. Let me really? tell you, I was just out of town for a couple of days okay. with my family and had that you know the in-house kind of hotel coffee. I had it too. It was, it's awful. Yes. It's awful. And you don't realize kind of how good you got it at home until oh, you, you take a sip of that stuff. I had to drink some of that stuff at some unsweets place and it was, <laughs> boy, it was bad. It was bad. You know why? Because they have a smolder slab underneath. A smolder slab. A smolder slab or kind of like a fester coil. Right. That keeps the, the coffee warm. It keeps cooking it. Yes. Right, like right. a Kindle brick down there at the bottom. In the ratio six and eight, you don't have that. You no, have no. to live that weighty carafe. Where, where is the heat located in one of these machines? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a pour over machine. Oh, okay. Right? So you get that scalding water coming down through the Fibonacci head. 200 degrees Fahrenheit, right? right to the metallic right. veins. And then it goes into that, that uh, we have, do, we've been using weighty carafe. Is there another way to describe well, that? Maybe we could call it like a hulking flagon. Hulking flagon, right? You put the top on that and that's going to stay warm for hours. A long time. And and it stays how it's supposed to taste. It's not kind of continually being kind of, you know, cooked up again. Right. Nobody yep. wants that. Right. Because that gives it kind of a, well, we can't say brackish tang. <laughs> Kind of, uh, kind of like a caustic snap. Yes, Ugh. Ugh. you get that in the the back of your duodenum. Ooh, oh, that's the worst. Exactly. I'm, I, I, don't get me started on my duodenum. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that's a part of the mouth apparatus. No, I, I don't think, think so. That's somewhere else. Right. I didn't. I, I took one biology class. In okay, college, right. <clears throat> but uh, those of you who study Greek, yes, look this up. It's the tas blancna. Tas blancna. The tas <laughs> blancna. <laughs> look it up. Trust right. me. Look it up. But back to the coffee. Yes. So, um, listeners, if you want to take advantage and get one of these wonderful machines, the six or the eight, um, you go to ratiocoffee.com, yes, R-A-T-I-O, uh, coffee, and um, put in the, we have a new coupon code. We do. That's right. And it, this coupon code only goes through April 30. Okay. So here's your chance to score one of these machines 15% off either the six or the eight. And the coupon code is? A-N-C-O-6-Y. 6-Y. 6-Y. Yep. Yes. A-N-Coffee-6-Y. Check it out. You're not going to regret it. All right, Jeff. So as we get back into it, we've got the University of Washington. We do have the University of Washington, which I was talking about. Um, uh, just and their motto? The what's their Latin motto? Their Latin motto, if I can get my, my stuff here straight here. Yes. Uh, uh, shall I help with that? Could you please help yes, me with that? Yes, it's Luke's sit. Luke sit. Yes. Let there be light. Let there be light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, I thought was kind of odd for a uh, a campus which is often uh, covered in, in clouds mm. and, and, and rain. Maybe know? that's the whole reason for right. it. You know, I always heard from that, uh, well, that's a that's a, a, a rumor, a lie that Seattleites um, tell because they just don't want people coming. There, uh, right? But it's it, cloudy all the time. My experience there was it was it was rainy, you know, rainforest. It was very, very beautiful. But I thought it was kind of ironic that, you know, their motto is... Is uh, let the let there be light, right? please. <laughs> it's a they're please, begging. Please let there be light. Verdant but overcast. Right. Yeah. This is also the site the, like, near the campus where I did probably the most Gen X thing that I've ever done. You listened to Nirvana while skateboarding. Well, you're actually very close to that. I, I um, so uh, the house in which Kurt Cobain had his last moments. The Shotgun Shack. right? Yes, the uh, on Lake Washington. Hmm. Um, I had borrowed a friend's car there, and kind of between sessions, I was determined to go find that house. 
And how do you I, mean between sessions? Recording be, sessions? No, between between uh, conference sessions. Oh, oh you were canvassing. It was. It was not. It was. A, actually, it was a conference on ancient magic, which was Ooh. which was fascinating. It made people's interest disappear. <laughs> I couldn't get away from that place fast enough. Um, no, it was actually a really cool conference. Um, and I, I met some really interesting, very kind of odd huh. people there. But I, I wish we had time to hear more. But I, <laughs> but I was determined to go to, to find uh, that house and, and drove along and, and, and did and it. And you did. That, that was, and that was probably the most, what's the most Gen X thing you've ever done? I don't know. I don't think, I don't, I think you're born like in Gen X, but I don't think you are Gen no, X. No, I was born a couple hundred years ago. I think that's true. Yeah, I'd have been very popular in the 1840s. <laughs> You would have been huge in the huge. <laughs> so let's go on from the University of Washington to the University of Michigan. University of Michigan. What is in Michigan? So close to home here. What do we have? Right, there? We've we got uh, Artes Scientia Veritas. Veritas. Yeah, it's kind of pedestrian. It honestly, is. a lot of these are kind of really quite boring. Once they you start are stacking dull, them next right? to each other, right? Skill, knowledge, truth. Truth. Is it? They got through skill and knowledge, and the, well, we should probably throw in truth. Let's throw in truth there. So, what was the absolute clunker of the? Um, the mottos uh, for the states, it was Maryland was a, or Delaware. Well, I, I just remember we just harped on our own, our home state, Michigan, a lot. Yeah, yeah but we, we found some others that were just... Do you remember? With it? No, I can't remember. Totally <laughs> phoned in, you know, <laughs> written by committee. Right. I think this one was written by a committee with a Latin dictionary. Yeah, probably, right. Mm-hmm. And they just, and they wanted to get out of there because the, it, was, it, was, Correct. The, 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 it was time for the football game. That's right. So right. let's see. Audite sounds good. Skill, scientia, right. Knowledge, uh, truth. Okay, we're done. Where it to us, it's a, the kind of borrowing from Harvard there, yeah. snap that in. Yeah, so what's not? your alternative? A fanatici intolerandi. Which means? Which means un- insufferable fans. <laughs> right. Do you go to U of M football games? I, I don't. In the I, big house? I say that my tongue very much in cheeky. I, I grew up in a family that was, um, hu- still are, huge University of Michigan fans. Okay. But I, I got to an age where I realized, I was asking, why? None of my family went there. Right. And I, I came to, to learn that it was really because my dad liked the colors. Yeah. yeah. Well, who can re- resist that? Uh, the maize and blue? Maize and blue. And, and uh, for me, it was, it was I, I mean, I, I, I struggle. I mean, it's, it's so stupid, but with like fan loyalty. No, I'm not there. I don't, I don't get it. Mm-mm. Right. And so it would be one thing if like my, my Father or grandfather had graduated from University of Michigan, but they, they haven't. And so it, it just struck me as absurd. You're like Socrates, right? Socrates said he was a cosmopolites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. citizen of the world. You're like a fanmopolitan. There you go. Thank you for comparing me to Socrates. You're welcome. Right. You're a fanmopolitan. So I, I find it's not just U of M fans that I find insufferable. I find kind of any kind of really kind of hardcore fan who has... Too much sp- zeal. Too much zeal, especially if you have no connection well, to the place. A good friend of mine who lives down in Florida, he's a Florida man. Uh, he is a great U of M fan, huge fan. And I thought, oh, he must be an alumnus. You know, he must have been. Guess why he's a fan of the U of M? Why? Because he lived in Michigan for a couple of years when he taught at another school. Is that right? That's it. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Hard to respect that. I suppose. I guess it doesn't have to make any sense. I mean, part I of being a not. fanaticus is being You don't make any sense. Fanatical. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. So let's go just um, within down the, the state. Down the road? Down the road. Okay. To East Lansing, Michigan State. And as I, from what I could tell, they didn't really have no a Latin motto. motto. No Latin motto. There's this thing that pops up: Spartans will. Spartans will. Athenians won't. <laughs> is that what it is? I guess so. Huh. I don't know. You would. You, they do. I do see on like on some of the T-shirts they will co-opt the the Moalabe. Uh, you know, come and take it. Yes. Um, but it's not an official motto. No, it's what Gerard Butler said in that movie, right? Right. Come and take that. Yes, Malonlabe. Right. 
Yep. So um, I like, you know, if you, if you look at the like the official seal, they got that nice Corinthian helmet. Yes. It's very, very sharp. Right. right. But my problem is with the mascot who shows up at the games. And that's why I, I, I suggested... Um, oh, mascot. Yes. You were going for mascot. Mascot, right. So, uh, so I didn't know you were going for mascot. Right. So, so I had... I, I came up with kind of like some fake Latin, like... Um, right. Um, Symbolus, um, it was yeah. Neptus or but something. It wasn't. Like that. It wasn't. No, it was. It was on point, as they say. But I thought you were going for the motto, right? Well, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I mean, I did, granted, it's free. I didn't do a lot of research into right. this, but what? It, what would Latin for oh, mascot? Man, I knew be? you were going to ask me that. I, 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 I was. I mean, I was trying well, to a, a sectator. A sectator is like a follower. A follower. Someone who's you know right behind you. But it's got to be some kind um, of representative of something, a, a, right? A seclor, maybe it's a seclor. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think on that one. Okay, I'm gonna think on mascot. Yeah, um, homunculus. Oh, I like that. Homunculus is a word that's used for for dwarf, like a little hairy man, right? Yeah, but, but not necessarily hairy. I don't think there's any hair involved. <laughs> but I, you know, a homunculus is like a an image or a, a representation, and it's but it's very derogatory. It is. So maybe maybe that doesn't fit mascot. I don't know. Yeah. So what? Well, whatever the the Latin for that would be is like um, Sparty, this guy that you know that mm. runs around with a giant head and such. Is is that? Um, well, on the seal they've got the Spartan that, that Corinthian helmet, yeah, right on. But Sparty is dressed like a Roman, yes, and so he's got the big you know the dust broom on the helmet, right, right. He's got kind of the the, the, the pleated um, you know soldier's mm-hmm. skirt, right. And it's clearly nobody did their research. No, and it, it's irritating. It's well, it looks ancienty. Yes, right. But Sparty is not a Spartan. Would it irritate anyone except the classicist? I, I, I know, but wouldn't it, they I, be watching the game? I guess so. It <laughs> finds me irritating. It, it finds it, it, it irritates me uh, deeply. Yeah. But, um, Shall we go on to UVA? Yeah, University of Virginia, which we just uh, we were just saying visited was mm-hmm. uh, one of our favorite campuses of all time. Right. So it doesn't have a motto, it, do they? No motto. No motto whatsoever. No motto whatsoever. English, Latin, nothing. Oh, right? It's got to be discouraging. In terms of Latin, the one thing I could find is a residential college within the college. Okay. That, and I like this because it is, it's, at least part of it is gustatory. Right. right? Um, uh, Kibo, comitate, pake, discendo. Ah. This would be all ablatives of means, I suppose. Like, I, b- by food. By food, friendship, peace, and learning. And learning. Right. Yes, ablatives of uh, instrument or, Inst- or maybe ablatives absolute. I don't maybe. Know. Right. Here we got food, friendship. It's like a McDonald's. McDonald's commercial. <laughs> That's right. Except for the learning. Except for the learning part. But right. yeah, otherwise, I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> you learn you have heartburn. Kibo comitate pocket discendo. Right. Mm. Oh, that's got a nice kind of staccato rhythm to okay. it. Right? Yeah, I don't mind. But I like that it leads off with the food part. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything starts with food. Right. So the friendship. International yep. next. In University of Edinburgh. Of Edinburgh. Yep. Right. <clears throat> and it's a quadrata et inveniatus. Yeah. Seek and you shall find. Right. I guess it's because the University of Edinburgh is buried in the streets of Edinburgh and you just look around for it and, ah, there it oh, is. Oh, there it is. Right. right, exactly. You're kind of distracted by the Firth of Fourth. <laughs> right? Bodotria. What's that? Bodotria. Bodotria. It's the Latin for the Firth of Fourth. Is that right? We talked about this Did we? in a previous episode. I prefer Firth of Fourth. Well, yeah. it's the one in which some uh, Scottish listener criticized our accents, but I have, oh, a, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. an alternative here. Okay, what do you got there? It's yeah. caligina in volutum impenetrabili. What, what do we got there? What's that? That means wrapped in an impenetrable fog. <laughs> yes. Because it's always Seattle and Edinburgh. It is, basically. right. But which it gives it, I mean, uh, a very 
um, je ne sais quoi. Yes, it got a very kind of you know, um, murky, mystical kind of feel to it. Right? Mm-hmm. I did that. One of my favorite things I did in Edinburgh was um, it's also supposed to be one of the most haunted cities oh. in the British Isles, and so they have a ghost walk at night, mm-hmm. where, um, which was just fabulous. And so it takes, sounds right up your alley. Takes full advantage of kind of that that foggy, you know, natural creepiness. How it's cold, cold and damp. Get me back to my hotel room and a good book. <laughs> Uh, so we won't be finding you going on no, any ghost walks? No, I'm just counting down the minutes to the uh, the breakfast bacon, you know? Right. And the haggis? Right. Right. Yeah. Because you can't sleep with the, uh, you know, the jet lag. No. So the next one, we're going to go to Harvard? Harvard? Um, yes, Harvard. Veritas. Truth. The, yeah. It says it all. It says it all. But you have an alternative. I do. Melioris te sumus. We're uh. better than you. <laughs> <laughs> so How about I, Greensboro College? Greensboro. Um, which I'm even blanking where that's, e- where that's uh, even from. It's got to be in one of the Carolinas. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah. Um, I like this one just because it was um, a quote from Horace. Mm-hmm. And I like a, the sentiment. Kind of outside the box. Mm-hmm. Palma non sine pulvera. Right. There's no palm without dust. Without dust. It's kind of like saying there's no uh, there's no crown without a cross. Yes. You're not going to win unless you suffer. No pain, no gain. Exactly. Right. Palma non sine puvera. So I really liked that. I yeah. do too. No pain, no gain is the best translation. That's mm-hmm. good. How about the University of Hawaii? I put this one so so you could you could read. You don't want me to try to read this. Uh, what is it? It's a phonetic representation of Polynesian. A Polynesian of the, the local indigenous Hawaiian language. You know, I had a, a lovely student uh, in one of my Latin classes at my former institution. Um, st- studied Latin, a very hardworking young woman who was uh, from the island, and uh, you know, if I had thought to ask her, she could maybe have read this for us, but... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here goes. Okay. Maluna aeona la hawi apake ola oke kanaka. Very nice. I don't know. <laughs> I would, I would have, that seems like you practiced that. No, I didn't. No? Apparently, it means above all nations is humanity. Hmm. So... Again, cosmopolitan. Right, right. Um, and so Hawaiian, not as pithy of a language as... No, it takes a Latin. lot of words to say that. <laughs> right. A, a lot, lot of, of syllables A lot to of say vowels that. to say Yes. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. How about Norwich? <laughs> Norwich University. I well, where is Norwich? I, I have no idea. <laughs> it's in the UK, isn't it's it? The, it's got to be. It's mm-hmm. got to be. But I just thought this was just probably, um, you know, unintentionally funny. Just, I will try. I will try. I'll, I guess so. I could have given them a Latin motto. Kunabor. 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 That sounds a lot better. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. <laughs> well. Be something like, a, I'm game. <laughs> But doesn't it just? Doesn't it just sound so like uh, almost like on the verge of giving up? Well, I guess I'll try. Well, I mean, what else can you expect from a college student, right? <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Were they awarding um, trophies for participation at this point? I have no idea. If no so, Conabor. All right, I'll give it a go. I don't know if we've talked about this, but I've, I've often um, talked about kind of where you find like, imperatives on signs yes. and, and where they and where you don't find them. It seems to be flipped. So like you'll go by a you know a fast food restaurant that's like you know try a fruit cup you know right. do it now, and then I was I was does that bother you also? Well, look, the, whenever it, I see it, I say hey, back off, back off, don't tell me what to do. Exactly, well, I, I I don't like that. But then I was driving on the highway and they have one of those digital signs across you know right. that tells you about you know, weather and such. Right. And this one said, aim to drive safe and sober. <laughs> Take a crack at it. <laughs> you know, if you ever needed an imperative, Is that Jim Gaffigan, maybe something like that. Okay. But it's like you know you'll give it. College try. I will try, Norwich I will University. Try. <laughs> Aim to drive safe and sober. Exactly, right. Not I did my best. Not just drive safe and sober. Right. But it's, it's odd. Yeah. Isn't it that odd? I think it's because if a person were really in that setting and was, you know, unsafe and unsober, yeah. they wouldn't want to be told what to do. Maybe. 
So yeah. it's it's deliberately soft pedaled. Is that what it is? To try to I, try to succeed. You're finding some, some sense in that, but okay. I, I mean, compare that to you know the um, you know try the three beef combo and do it now. How <laughs> about the University of Rhode Island? In Rhode Island. Um, the, uh, in English, no Latin motto. Just okay. Think big. We do. Yeah, coming from Rhode Island, <laughs> it's the size of a county in Texas. Exactly. Half a county. That's why I think men's Napoleonica. Yeah, and the Napoleon complex. Yeah, exactly. Right, that be That's what's going on there. I I don't know many people from from Rhode Island. I don't think many people do because hmm. there's not that many people there. I don't know. But I, do they have kind of this kind of chip on their shoulder that the I, smallest state? I don't know. I don't do know. they have shoulders? I mean, it's a tiny place. <laughs> so tiny. How could you even squeeze in there? I've driven through it. it didn't stop. Okay. It, it took like, you know, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you there. sure it wasn't just a drive-through? <laughs> you were actually in the McDonald's drive-through? Oh, I was trying to get that fruit cup. Okay. <laughs> right. So Southwestern University in Texas. Texas, yes. Non quis said quid. Not Yes. Not who, but what. Oh, it's not who you know, but what you know. Is that what it is? I think so. That's right. Okay. All right. I, I think it's good Latin in terms of accuracy. It's really forgettable. Non quis said quid. It's really forgettable. Yeah. Speaking of forgettable, <laughs> University of Houston. In tempora. Yeah. In tempora, which is... Uh, I was like, I thought it was like, oh, eventually, I guess. Yeah, we'll get to it, we'll I guess. Get, we'll get to it. Right. Give it. Give it time. Give it time, right. right. No, there's nothing there. I mean, it's 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 not even aspirational, Mm-mm. right? It's just like, oh, well, eventually. Or does it, is it, is it trying to say that they're punctual? Like they're on time. On time, it maybe. It doesn't make sense if that's what it means, but um, I guess the desire to use Latin often outstrips the ability. Maybe, I guess so. And this could be an instance of right. that. right. Cornell. Cornell. Um, yeah, there's a, uh, a, a not a Latin um, in, a motto, but I found this quote from Ezra Cornell, the founder, oh. which I thought was kind of interesting and also kind of ironic. And okay. uh, you find this a lot in their, a lot of their literature. I would found an institution, Mr. Cornell said, where any person can find instruction in any study. Mm. So that's very noble. Yeah, big red. B- big yes, very aspirational, yeah. but. Um, current tuition at Cornell is uh, just shy of sixty grand a year, Ooh. so not everybody. Ouch! So we could change it to well, pecuniosis. Yeah, that's exactly right for the wealthy. For the wealthy, right? So I, I, I suggest if you're going to keep it in English, just to add on to this, well, not any person. I mean, come on, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> How about the Birmingham City University in the UK? This one also struck me kind of funny. Agi quote agis. Do what you're doing. Yeah, you you be you. You be you. Yeah, just. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, what does it say? You do you. That's the new you expression. Do you. you just do you. You just do you. That's aga quad agus. Yeah. yeah. Wow, man. I mean, what, what does that? E- how does that even relate to any kind of? I mean, education. Education. I don't know. You're in the class. You're not in the class. Right. What does it matter? Hey, whatever it is, just you do you. Right. You got a major. You completed the assignment. <laughs> aga quad agus. So I, I looked up um, the Vulgate. You know, the, mm-hmm. Jerome's version of the Bible, John yeah. thirteen twenty seven, because it reminded me of. What Christ said to uh, his betrayer, Judas, what you are about to do, do quickly. Oh. And it's kind of similar. Quod facus, facitius. Facitius. What you are doing, do it more quickly. Do it more quickly. Get on with it. Get on with it. So that's a little bit like aga quod agus. Get on with it. Yeah. Get I, on with it. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Right. It's a little bossy. It is a little bossy. Eat the beef sandwich. <laughs> How about well, the University of Göttingen? Göttingen. Um, yes. Uh, in publica commodo. Mm. In, Which is it's supposed to be for the public good. Right. Is what it means. But but I see commodo, I think. You just think toilet. I think toilet. That's okay. right. So it's like located in the public toilet, right just down there. And then we have some more <laughs> uh, some more international ones. Uh-huh. I like this uh, James Cook University. Okay. Which is uh, Queensland, Australia. All right. All right. It's uh, Crescente Luca. Oh. 
Light increasing. Yeah, well, uh, I think the most idiomatic would be something like uh, raising the wattage. Raising, uh, to turn up the, the dimmer switch. Yeah, yeah. raising the wattage. Uh, raising the wattage, I like that. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then there's the Royal Melbourne, because we do have quite a few listeners down under. That's so right. We've got to give them some... Yes, we do. ...some uh, props here. The University of uh, Royal Melbourne Institute of Technology. So you say, hey, I went to MIT. Oh, oh really? R-M-I-T. <laughs> <laughs> whose motto is Perdreta Manus Mens Excuta. Okay. Right? A capable hand, a polished mind. Okay. It's good Latin. I like that. It's very good Latin and it's uh, it's alliterative, right? I like And I like the A-B-B-A word order. I like it too. Yes. It's very nice. Nice. What about the University of Buenos Aires? Hey, Buenos Aires. Uh, ever been to uh, Ar- Argentina? No, no, Argentina. Have you ever been to South America? I never have been. I am traveling there. What? Uh, De Walenta in the month of May. What you doing down there? I'm going to teach some Greek. Really? Mm-hmm. To whom? Well, well, you know, this is show is not about me. Let's just move on. Okay, all right. All right. What's uh, the University of Buenos Aires? The Argentum Virtus Robur et Studium. Ah, Argentina is virtue, strength, and study. And study. The, the land of silver. Mm-hmm. Says it, was that that's of, what it means. A lot yep. of silver mining? Apparently, okay. at some point. Mm-hmm. That's what the Europeans thought they were getting. I'm not sure what it turned out to be. So, I think the... Uh, I think the... The motto's a little phoned in. It doesn't really have a lot of... It's a, just a number of nominative nouns, right? Yeah. Just dropped down. There, there's no internal logic as in um, Royal Melbourne Institute of Technology. Yeah, that, that was better. That's a committee in a hurry again. So yeah. I'd like you to read this one from the University of Peradeniya in Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Which is not in Latin, but I like the translation. All right. So it is. this is in Sanskrit? I think so. All right. Uh, which is the one of the parent languages of Greek and Latin. So you're natural. Oh, man. See, Sarvasva Lokanam Sastram. And the definition apparently is supreme. So really, those three words. Apparently. Supreme. That's what I understand is a translation, which is really aspirational. Very. That's foreboding. It's right up at the... T- don't even try. <laughs> don't even, don't even, supreme. So even the, even the guys from... Uh, the people from Norwich would say... Uh, I'm not even going to try. I'm not going to try this. Right. What about the university? We're going to go down under now to a Rhodes University in South Africa. South Africa. uh, Vis virtus veritas. Yes. Alliterative. Mm -hmm. Right. Strength, virtue, truth. Uh, Not real imaginative. No. But um, I like this one from the University of Zululand. Yes. Which is also in South Africa. It's Diligentia Cresco. Uh, which the translation that was given to me is, by diligence we shall lead. There's no, there's no first person plural there. No, there's a first singular, cresco. And cresco means I get larger. <laughs> I increase in size. <laughs> it means, you know, to grow up, right? Yeah. You see, something, something grows up, it gets larger, cresco, to increase. So this isn't about overeating. Well, I think <laughs> diligentia cresco, I don't think that this suggested translation on the Wikipedia is really very accurate. Right. It's uh, something like... Um, my influence grows through hard work, something more like that. Gotcha. It's not about leadership. Right. Oh, well. What about Spain? Spain, we have was the, the uh, Universidad Carlos III of Madrid. Yes, this is so much better than uh, the University of Carlos II. Oh, not, even, not even close. <laughs> it's got a very nice Latin motto, though. It is. Uh, homo homini sacraris. Yes, homo homini sacraris, which is? Man must be sacred for man. Yeah. I like that, right? Interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, University of Geneva? What yes, got? of course. Founded by John Calvin in 1559. Ah, yes. As the Geneva Academy, then grew into a university. Uh, post tenebras lux. After darkness, light. I like that. Well, it has an internal logic. There's a, there's a complete sentiment there. 
And it's also suggestive of some larger idea, which I think as a motto separates it from just dropping down nouns without, yeah. without any suggested syntax. We could, you could boil that one down to no pain, no gain too, couldn't you? A little bit? Like, you know, no uh, cross, no crown? Uh, maybe. Yeah, 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 you could. You got to get through the darkness to get to the light. But there's a historical allusion as well, right? Calvin's talking about the darkness, as he saw it, of the preceding centuries. Ah, ah so yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's the historical ah, reference. Okay, okay. Uh, I thought we should throw in one from uh, Taiwan. Okay. The this... Fujian Catholic University. They're, they're using Latin over there? Well, they are because it's a Catholic yeah. university. There and, we go. You know, we have here on our notes some of the mandarin characters okay yes no chance <laughs> no no chance no i have no but idea. also some latin and it is you want to read that yes one? veritas bonitas pucritudo sanctitas yeah truth goodness beauty and holiness all right now they've gone the route of using a lot of abstract third declension nouns without any kind of internal logic but they have four of them instead of three <laughs> right yeah so that's something it's something that's something yeah right, right. And this, uh, look, let's, should we end with this one? Let's see. What else we got here? Is, uh, oh, yeah. This is the ender. All right. So okay. U- University of Chichester. What do we got? This is in the UK, Chichester. We could just give a little bit of a historical lesson. Uh, the Chichesters, the Manchesters, the, the Chesters, the Dorster, Dorchester. Anytime there's the Chester on the end of one of these words, as you know. Yes. It's Castra. Castra, yes. There was a Roman camp, camp. located there. There we go. Yeah. So it is Docendo Discimus. By teaching, we learn. That's very true. It is. However, if I were applying for, uh, you know, that school. Say, so what, what, what are you going to have me do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also, what are you you're telling me that your professors are learning on the fly? <laughs> Dokendo discomus. Right. right. So, Professor So-and-so, what are we teaching today? I don't know. We're going to have to get into it before I figure it out. Exactly. And, there's, uh, that, and along with that is, is also uh, apparently this promise that you're not going to learn anything because you'll right. be doing no teaching exactly. while you're here. Right. So, that's got to be a little bit worrisome. Yeah. All right. I, there's, I mean, there's a ton more like we yes. said we, we could have covered. We're up against the clock, we but are. we got to wrap it up. Maybe we'll do another episode on this at some point. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, a lot of fun. A lot yeah. Of fun. But as we wrap up, we got to give some thank yous, yes. right? To Mishka. Right. Our wonderful engineer. Puts this uh, all together. Does such a nice job. Yes. Thank you so much. We want to thank uh, Ken Tamplin and Scott Van Zen for the music. The, the music. Yeah. Bumper music, the guitar intro and outro. You can check out uh, some of Ken's work at Ken Tamplin Vocal Scott Van Zen has a guitar school if you want to play like that. It's going to take a lot of practice. That's right. But, but you got to build a foundation. You got to start with the right. scales. He can right? teach you. That's right. That's right. So, hey, if you want to shout out, um, if which, you wanna, which we need. We do. And if you and if you want to just let us know what's up and if you want to uh, give us some suggestions, things you like, you don't like, you can always write to Dave at Dave at AdNauseum.com. Don't forget the V. Or Jeff at AdNauseum.com. Please don't forget the V. Yes. And uh, Dave, what are we doing next week? Next week, we're going to look at two more Ovidian vignettes. Excellent. Do you have a couple in mind? Uh, I thought maybe we could talk about Pythagoras and Numa. Ooh, okay, yeah. Those are two separate little uh, vignettes because there's a lot of pages in Ovid. I think it's uh, book 13 of the Metamorphoses, if I'm remembering, where uh, he talks about Pythagoras' vegetarianism. But Ovid can't resist playing it for comedy, so far as I can tell. So it's uh, there's some there's there's something gustatory in there. Yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what we're gonna do, and then uh, in a couple of weeks we may launch into the Aeneid. I think it's about time. It is about time. That's right. And Jeff, mm. I think that uh, you've got the gustatory parting shot. I do. This comes from the late Anthony Bourdain, who uh, said, "Cheese is magic. The cheese course irreplaceable." All the knowledge accumulated by mankind and all the mysterious forces of the natural world reside in cheese. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Could not agree more.